Hey everybody, welcome back to the producers. This episode is going to be great. This is one of those times where I'm recording it before the guest shows up. Uh, I really just want to get ahead of the game. Got a lot going on, moving soon, so this one's not coming out for a couple weeks, which is kind of exciting. Uh, I'm kind of excited about the direction that this thing is taking. I've had some some interest in people wanting to be on the show, and uh, it's really fun. It's really fun to get to know people more, and uh, I don't know. It's evolving, and we're kind of along for the ride. Um, this episode is Aaron. Aaron is uh, on my uh, house team, Detective, which uh, actually, let me see. No, actually, yeah, we just had our debut show uh, last Saturday, and it was awesome. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. It was realistically, it was probably good, but like, you know, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I guess let's dive into the plugs. Um, so I'm te- currently waiting for her to show up, um, and she's shooting me some texts. <clears throat> so the first plug is uh, there's a show. On Friday nights at the Coalition Theater called Sounds Good to Me. And her indie team is going to be opening for that show four nights a week. Let's go ahead and name the dates Thursday, April, or Friday, well, today's Thursday, breaking the Friday, April 6th, April 13th, April 20th, and April 27th. Will all be those shows? They're having, they're having a four-week run, so go and see. I love the indie team. Um, <clears throat> typically, they're known as Bad Ragu, and the Emily episode twenty-seven was on it. Uh, Shannon and Tim are also on it. Love, 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 love them. I got to warm up with them the other night. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but I think they're going by the name Daily Mix. But uh, still, go out and see these shows. I'm going to do everything I can to be at these shows, so you should too. Um, I don't have any social media plugs currently. If I am provided them. They will be in the description and probably mentioned. I will probably shoot to ask for it later on in the episode. Um, other plugs, we'll roll through those quickly. Oh, man, I was on a good run of short intros for a while. That was that was, that was fun while it lasted, huh, guys? Uh, at RVA Comedy, social media, uh, they're wonderful. Just hit a thousand posts uh, t- three weeks ago. <laughs> um, RVAComedy.com classes have started. You missed out, so whoops. Get on the next. Get on the next run. Um, let's see. Uh, Riot every every Saturday night is a show I'm going to be in every other Saturday night. But uh, go out and see some some fun improv comedy. Um, look out for Detective. I don't know any. I don't know any of the other team names yet. Um, I will when this goes live, but because we all have had a show. Um, however, RVA Comedy, the Coalition Theater, love love love. Um, Producers Cast on social media at producerscast at gmail.com, producerscast.com, the bulk of plugs. Go check out Tom's thing. Go check out Jim's podcast. Go check out, I don't know, I have so many plugs. Orbital Music Park, that's the other one. Um, they're cool. I don't, I don't know when their next event is. They might have announced it by now. If they're, if they're sticking to the monthly thing, they might have announced it. They're working on a space. Don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> so that's it. Um, I believe I will also be editing this one. So let's get some less awesome music than when Tom normally does it. Still awesome though for Aaron's episode, but unfortunately Tom is Tom's no longer with us. No, he's fine. He's just busy. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, let's get into the episode. I wish I found some better sounds no one's ever heard. I wish I had a better voice to sing some better words. I wish I found some chords in an order that is new. 
I wish I didn't have to rhyme every time I sang. I was told when I get older, all my fears would shrink. But now I'm insecure, and I care what people think. My name's Blurry Face, and I care what you think. My name's Blurry Face, and I care what you think. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days. When the mama sang us to sleep, but now we're stressed out. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days. When the mama sang us to sleep, but now we're stressed out. That's how it should be, though, right? Yeah. Um, although when I was in there, I was like, what if I went in there and, like, loudly threw up? <laughs> and then, like, came back in and was like, hey, so what's up? <laughs> when have been the first time? Oh, really? No, that would have been the first time, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. By the way, that was all in the intro. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, you're uh-huh. doing yeah. You're doing a P. Holmes thing. Yes! <laughs> yes. Somebody get so you listen to, oh my gosh. Oh, uh, yes. So. Uh, if, uh, well, yeah. I'm, first of all, I'm just like a regular podcast nerd, but like also, You Made It Weird is like. You Made It Weird is like. The best. <laughs> I mean, actually, I don't know if it's the best, cause I've, it, but it was my gateway to like other stuff. So. I started this podcast uh-huh. after listening to like 200 episodes of that, that podcast. Wow. I, you know how he's always like, who listens to a two-hour podcast? Data entry people? I was doing data entry. Yeah. I had 10-hour days where I yeah. would just listen to three ep- three or four episodes in one in one sitting. Yeah. And it helped me do some shit. Sometimes, oh. Some episodes I'm like, is he, is he talking to me? Yeah, no, seriously. <coughs> I am... Um, well, I first... Started listening to podcasts when I, I used to be a costume person. That's what I majored in in college. Uh, costume personology? Um, yeah, well, the idea was to eventually be a. My major was in costume design, but like when you get out of college, you don't immediately become a designer. So I worked for years um, sewing and like making patterns. Mm-hmm. And. Um, you always have to be quiet in costume shops. That's, like, part of the reason I never made it as a costumer. Because, like, <laughs> it's a job for an introvert, and I'm not Oh, one. my goodness. So is everybody would be like, shh. And so I would just pop in, you know, my uh, headphones and, like, listen to podcasts on my old... That was back when you had to download them. Ooh. Back in 2007, 2008, you had Whoa, to download you're going podcasts. way back. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, you like, four podcasts you listen to. It was, yeah. like, Marin's and, like, yeah. Joe Rogan. Marin, uh, <laughs> and then I didn't get into Rogan, but, um, like, anything on NPR, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember listening to the first episode of Marin, and I was like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> But I stuck it out. Yeah. And that was how I got into Pete Holmes, because he had like a... Because Pete, Pete Holmes' show is, as, and he admits it. Admits it, it completely yeah. Completely ripped off of Marin's. Yeah, exactly. Which 
is what this show is completely ripped off of. The, I'm going to go ahead and guess because you're such a fan that you listened to him interview Mark Maron. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, they're like, and I was like, am I kind of turned on right now? Because yeah. they were kind of like, yeah, sniping at each it other. Was, it was, uh, it was, I was a little hot. It yeah, was, I was, was a like, rough okay. day to like, focus on work for sure. Um, it was like listening to a golden retriever talk to a cat. Ooh, and the cat um, was like an old mean cat. But no, uh, going back, like I, um, I was living with my very good friend Charlotte at the time. Shout out to Charlotte. Um, and she, I, I was, she was also into comedy podcasts. And I was like, Mark Maron had this episode where there was this guy on a panel, and he hated him. But I kind of love that guy. And at the very end, Mark was like. Being like, all right, thanks for listening. This has been, and he introduced everybody and Pete Holmes. And Pete was like, best friends forever. And I was like, I'm obsessed <laughs> with this guy. And Charlotte was like, oh, you would like Pete Holmes's podcast. Oh yeah. So I, 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 I can't <laughs> listen to podcasts with my job now, um, and like, I just don't have the time to devote. Yeah. That. I occasionally I'll listen to like all one like the Paul Shear ones, one of my favorite episodes. Uh yes, that's a good one. That's a great one. I listen to there's some other ones that really kinda help me like uh, mentally process certain like relationship things. Oh, totally. Emily yeah. V. Gordon is a great Shh, I love her so much. And then like well Camille was like the first one. Yeah, absolutely. And like listening to him talk about Emily and like falling in love with her. <sighs> and then have you seen the big sick? I haven't. Can you, you believe should. that? You Can you should. believe that's the, that's the one movie that I regret not going and seeing? There's a, well, you know, you still, it's, I still can it's watch out it. there. It's, it's out, out there. there. But like, um, I wish I'd seen it in theaters. Because it's, it it's her good. story. Yeah, she it's had, their like, story. what, cancer or like some, what, no, it's she's a, in it's, a coma. She was in a coma. That's what it was. And it's an autoimmune disorder that apparently like she still has, I think. She, t- she I follow her on Instagram. She like talks about it sometimes. Sure. But, um. Not in super specific terms, because mm-hmm. why would you? Yeah. But um, it's funny, because Charlotte and I went to see that together, and there's a character in there played by Kurt Braunohler, and we were like, do you think he was based on Pete? Because he's like Kumail's like, dorky roommate or something. I don't know if they ever lived together, but I feel like that would be the case. Yeah. He'd be based off of Pete. I was like, oh, that had to be Pete. <laughs> um, did, did you watch Crashing? Yes, I oh, watched season God. one. Yeah, because because I mean, the, the oh, funny, well, season two is even better. I know it just came out again. I'm I'm bad at watching things. Okay, I know. No, hey, I hear you. I'm not going to attack you because I get attacked a lot. So you uh, said, you saw me go into super defense mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I am familiar with that mode where it's like I'm sorry. There's so much out there. <laughs> um, That's my favorite voice. <laughs> I do that all the time. Yours is way better though. Oh, okay, I have two characters. I have a Jewish mom uh-huh. and angry New Yorker. Oh, nice. That's it. And then I can do a Valley Girl, but it's so, Like, that voice is literally, like, uh, I just came over here from my boyfriend's house, and one of the reasons I was like, oh, this guy, I really like him, is because he does funny voices all the time. So we just, like, the whole time we're together, we're just doing silly voices and characters, and that's, like, our main one. We're like, oh, oh, are uh, you going to make the pizza? Did you turn on the oven? Of course I'm, I turned on the oven. Yeah, I know I'm how to make a pizza. No, don't get mad. I'm hungry for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just hungry. 
I had a long day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vocal humor. I don't care. It's 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 similar to the improv in that like I don't care what it, the, yeah. the subject is. The voice is the funniest thing. Yeah. And I die. It's my favorite thing. It's <clears> like, <throat> uh, it's honestly like my favorite thing to just do. Like mm-hmm. when I'm alone, is just try out like <laughs> silly voices. <laughs> this is extremely nerdy. But oh, yeah. let's hear it. Let's no, let's... no, no. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have one loaded up. I was just like realizing that I'm sitting here talking about like I just like doing weird voices. I like doing myself. weird voices. Yeah, it's so much fun. Okay, so I um, last well, gosh, it's like a year and a half ago now. Um, I went on a big cross-country trip mm-hmm. for, like, two months, and the point was to do it by myself and be, like, be alone. It was, like, a personal journey. Yeah. And, uh, love? Kind of. Except, I don't know. I haven't seen or read anything Except less that. eating, praying, or loving, to be honest. And it was all within the lower 48. <laughs> <laughs> travel, travel, drive. So. Yeah. A lot more pitching. It was more like pitch tents, hike, canyons... And drive scary roads. That pitch, that's not as catchy of a book title. Pitch hike drive. Pitch hike drive. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'll star Julia Roberts also. Oh, who else? I don't know. She's like, isn't she Pete almost Holmes. like doing, doing Julia Roberts? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please, yes. Please, Pete. Are there two more magical smiles in the world than Julia Roberts or Pete Holmes? No. That's what I thought. Nope. Top two. But anyway, so, like, half the time that I was in the car, I was just seriously, like, making up jokes and doing weird voices by myself. It's so funny because one of the things... Because we're on, we're on an improv team together. Yes. And it's just like, when I watch you do improv, I'm just, the, the only thing I think, she's so funny. No, I... Well... No, you don't have to respond. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm, yeah, because I'd prefer I'm, not to. <laughs> I'm a bread butterer. Uh-huh. So, like... Like Pete Holmes. Exactly. That's one yeah. of the reasons why I think I was so drawn to doing... Try to... Obviously, because when I first started the show, it was two hours. Now it's one hour, because nobody listens. And I'm not big enough to be, you know... So, do you get those, <clears> like... I guess you call them metrics, where you can tell when people stop listening? I can tell when people... How many downloads I have. Oh, That's okay. That's it. Oh. And honestly, <laughs> it's better that way. I would drive myself insane. Yeah. Well, I ha- I hate to break it to you, but I've only I've only streamed the episodes that I've heard. Oh, I don't care. Okay. I one hundred percent. I've I've look. Of course, I care. Like when I see like like for example, <laughs> Emily, her she like really made hers like yeah. available to the public. That is like one hundred and fifty downloads. Wow! Right? Yeah. I don't nice. know. I don't know how many other bots, but like whatever. I have a download. Um, and hey, every, bots every, need entertainment too. They, thank you. <laughs> Nobody seems to understand. Uh, but other ones have less than 150 significantly. Ah, We're in the 30s. She did put it out there. Jim put his up, and in one day it has 50 something. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Superstar Jim's. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> but. Um, where were we going with that? Oh, uh, I think I just finished up by saying um, I did a lot of weird voices. voices when I was by myself in and the car. What did I say? Mm. Something Pete Holmes? Pete Holmes, butter's bread. Butter's bread. You're so funny. Oh, and no. That has to be... <laughs> that has to go into it a little bit. Like, being on the road, like, entertaining yourself. Like... Yeah. Uh, that, that, that... 
a little a little slice of that. Also, just <laughs> like being as intensely nerdy about like and obsessive about podcasts and comedy as I am. Yeah, when, I think when you expose yourself to things, yeah. that's when. Because I, I, I every time I watch like certain people do comedy, like like Nathan Bemis when he's up on stage, I love him. I think love he's him. like kind of a genius. He was on the show. I got I got Yay! Nathan Bemis, episode <laughs> eighteen, I think. Or 22. All um, right. I'll have to go back and check it out. Eh, whatever. No, oh, I probably yeah. will. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. I think his was a two, one of the last two-hour ones. Oh, okay. Cool. So check in and out at your disposal. I don't know. I fully... I don't expect anyone to listen to the show. Especially the two-hour ones. Those were... Those were a lot, but it was the show I, want, I wanted to do. Yeah. So I did the show that I wanted to do. I mean, like, I think about this kind of stuff all the time as, like... Really, the only pure way to do anything or to put anything out there is really for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, it seems counterintuitive, but, um, yeah, it's just, you got to do everything for the love of what you're doing and because you really enjoy it. The thing was, when I first started doing the two-hour episodes, Mm -hmm. it was good. And then I think it evolved to be something a little more unhealthy. Oh. The first hour, hour and a Uh half-ish, we talked about, like, creative stuff. And, you know, trying to let the, per- the person get into what they're into and kind of explore that right. space, you know, with, with someone goading them. Yeah. And then I love talking about, like, relationships. Mm. And I <clears throat> I started this when I got out of a really bad one. Oh, and boy. the first two months... So this was, like, therapeutic. Yeah. I didn't want it to be therapy, though. That was oh, the thing. right. Yeah. Katie put something about that, out about that. Therapy, or not therapy, therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once it became therapy, because I because during the first like ten, 10 episodes, mm-hmm. I got into a worse relationship somehow, like really like emotionally abusive. Oh no! So, so then I, I got out of it and I found a much healthier place, and then yeah. I was good and everything was fun. Yeah, it was a little like uh, there was a run of like five episodes where it was only white dudes and we were basically just whining. <laughs> and if you if you don't know me, it sounded like we were like. <laughs> Talk to her, it's like bullshit, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, I need to get out of that space. I'm a nice guy, TM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just like, after that run, I was just like, oh, I wonder how bad I just sounded. Uh, well, you know, sometimes you gotta like just sludge through that part too. Exactly, and 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 to a degree, I mean, that's that's when I think it became kind of like a therapy thing. Yeah. And so then I got yeah, into I another relationship where I was kind of feeling anxious a lot, and then I was like, cut the two hour ones. Take I took a break over winter because yeah. first of all, hard to book people, and then like yeah. Especially nobody wants for, to leave their house. Yeah, nobody does. It was impossible. We're all hibernating. I, I was supposed to do a show, an episode of Tuesday night, and they canceled. I'm like, then I immediately put a post up. I'm like, I'll see you in 2018. Like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Um, so then I came back with this new, like, resolve of just, like, I'm cutting the show down because it's, like, let, if, if it's if it's still good, let's fit it on an hour. Yeah. And kind of go from there. Also, it's a lot easier to say, can I have an hour every time? Can I have two hours of your time? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, and also, I just knew that because... As I get more developed in the theater, people are yeah. going to want to. Um, more people are going to be interested in doing it, and it's just like, not everyone's going to be able to go for two hours. Some yeah. people can't go for two hours. Yeah, that's cool. true. Matthew Forehand, you know Matthew, right? I don't. I remember when we were warming up last night. Yes, He's the guy I was talking. Okay, to. cool. Yes, my BFF. Um, Aww. Him and I went three hours. Oh. Before we were friends. Oh wow! Is that yeah. what solidified the friendship? No, but what was funny is when the friendship started to become a friendship, I had to go back and listen because I was like, what did he tell me that I don't remember? <laughs> Whoa, that's a really good way to like, when you're meeting new people, you could I like go back and be like, conversation. yeah, yeah. And take, it's like taking notes. What's hilarious is, and this will happen, every conversation mm-hmm. I have, I don't remember on this podcast. Um, I've actually heard other podcasters 
Sorry, say that. Mm-hmm. I've probably said this on the show before is another thing, but yeah. Yeah. Where, like, if you've done enough, like, you're just, you don't remember <clears throat> each individual one. I'm in this conversation. Yeah. But, like... You seem present. I'm present. <laughs> I'm a good eye contact guy. Yeah. What, what, and <clears throat> one of my favorite... So, have you, have you listened to the show at all? I've listened to um, Emily's all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've jumped around different, so like I haven't finished any of them, but I've jumped around. That's why you're asking if I see people stop. Yeah. Um, no. So then, okay, so so one (laughs) of the- That's exactly why I asked. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Who's this person who's just like getting like part of the way through, and then maybe later they pick it up for like 20 more minutes? That would, I would go nuts if that was the thing I could say. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it! (laughs) I feel like we've been talking about the podcast way too much, which kind of happens. Um, we can talk about... Um, so my know. my new thing mm-hmm. with this season, season two... Okay. Is to, yeah, is to try to... My, my, my phrase is, it's your hour, what do you want to do with it? Okay. So typically, what happens is I bring someone like from the theater and we talk about improv for 45 minutes. And okay. And we guffaw about how we just talked about improv for a long time. I I'm, I'm trying really hard. I just had Katie on. I'm uh-huh. try- and I was like, we're Hold not... Him? Yeah. And I was like, we're not going to talk about improv. I promise. We did, of course, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, Jim's episode was just all mostly improv. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. I'm not saying, I'm not here to say it's bad, but, like, I don't want to, I, I want to, because not everyone's just about improv. Like, Jim's a comedy guy, so we're going to yeah, talk yeah. about comedy. But, like, <clears throat> costume design, I'm sure there's so much more. I mean, probably not a whole hour's worth. Also, like, I went away from costuming. I left that. So, so what made you... No, not what made you. You liked it. Um, what made you go away from it? Um, so I, I burned out, to be honest. You like, just go too hard? Well, it's theater. Like, there's no other... <laughs> it's hard or nothing. Like, sure. Um, for a long time, I, uh, I worked at the... Well, not even that long. It felt like a long time. I worked at the Richmond Ballet... Um, Did you know Louis Handler? No. He works there. He does I, video. I worked there like a long time ago. Oh, uh, so do you know that creepy bald guy who does the video? The... Episode 10. What? Episode 10. Okay, cool. Um, <coughs> but I was just like, I was in my early 20s. I didn't know how to be an adult. I, um... Wait, you're not in your early 20s? No, <laughs> you're cute and sweet. Um, no, I was in my early 20s. I didn't know how to be an adult. I had just gotten out of a horrible relationship in college. Pretty and, true. yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about toxic relationships, I got, like, a ton of material. But, um, and it was just a really toxic work environment. And also, because it's a very small company, um... We like the costume shop people also doubled as wardrobe people, so I'd be in the costume shop all day. And then when we were running shows, which luckily wasn't every single week, but like during Nutcracker season, it's like so all day, go into the wings and help everybody change costumes. And I, like I said, I mean, part of it too is like I am an extrovert, and like it was not nerd. I used to fantasize when I was there about working retail. Because I was like, I don't talk to people enough. I can relate. When I left my data job, I was like, because I, I left it. I didn't even have another job lined up. I was like, I need to leave. Yeah. <clears throat> also, I did the same thing. <laughs> it also started at 4 a.m., so like, fuck Ooh. that. Yeah. yeah, no, fuck that for... <clears throat> but uh, I was like, I'll go be a server. And I was like, that sounds ideal. Yeah. And then I got a job, and I'm like... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I was almost back. Spoiler alert, 
I actually did work retail for a long time after that while I was figuring stuff out. And um, I, uh, it wasn't great, but it, I, I was good at interacting with people. Sure. Like, that's, that's why, that's one of the things that I actually was good at. But um, I actually left the, the costuming job by, like, storming out in tears, which was not my best move. No, but also, like, who else has a story like that? Um, I, I don't know. Other people who really struggled in their 20s. <laughs> like, I, I wish there was some job that I wish I would have stormed out of. Instead um, of just, like, tail to my legs, like, tiptoeing out. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I... At least knock over, like, a vase so or chair. It's, it's also, like, no, I <laughs> threw the costume I was working on on the you ground. On the ground. Like, yeah, much like the video. (laughs) You don't don't own me, hot dog man. Yeah, and I stormed out to the parking lot. Here's where it gets good. First of all... that wasn't the good part? No, it gets better. Oh, jeez. First of all, when I threw the costume on the ground, one of the women behind me, who was not somebody I was mad at, who was actually a very sweet woman and not the problem at all, was like, don't do that. We've all worked too hard on these costumes. And I was like, oh! I'm a bad guy right now. <laughs> You're the villain. I'm so a, yeah. You have two options. You either lean in or I'm yeah. sorry, but like you were leaning in. I was I well I Fuck leaned. you, Brenda. No <laughs> No, I was like, sorry, and then like ran out into the parking lot. Realized I had left my purse and keys back in the costume shop. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm picturing you walking in and throwing the same garment on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> yanking it out of her hands and, like, throwing it on the ground. Sorry! Um, no, it was even sadder. Like, what happened was, like, the manager and the designer came out, and they were like, what's 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 going on? And it's like, I can't work here anymore. It is so... And, like, the woman who had, like, set me off didn't come after me, obviously. She, like, said... It was one of those things where, like... I don't remember what she said, but she said something so incredibly mean and passive-aggressive to me that I was just like, I can't take it anymore. And um, and she was one of those workers who would, like, she would, if she was trying to do something and needed help, she, instead of being like, hey, could you get over here and, like, give me a hand? She'd be like, well, I guess Aaron's not going to come over here and help me uh, to, like, everybody else in the room. I hate that stuff. And yeah, I, that's the worst. I just, don't do well with it. Just ask me for help. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, dude, tell me what to do because I will do it and I won't be offended. I will oh, kind of, you, like, oh, die you're inside. just going to sit there and, like, yeah. be on your phone? Yeah. Not gonna do this I'm other thing that's not in your responsibility. <laughs> yeah. I'm projecting a little bit right now. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I wasn't even like <clears throat> I don't know. Doesn't matter. It was years ago. So I had to get the manager to like go back in. I was like, Can you get my keys in my purse? And she was like, Yeah, of course, sweetie. And so I left and then like another like the manager came back later to my apartment to check on me. She was like you were really upset back there. And I was like, yeah, I've been, like, trying to express that to you guys for a while. Because, oh like, goodness. in the months before I, like, finally left, I would say things like, I feel like if I didn't show up here, you guys, like, wouldn't even notice. Because, like, How they, old are you? I was, like, 24 at this point. Okay. That yeah. sounds about right, 24. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I mean, like, I wasn't, like, I was just so depressed. And the other thing about that job was, like, they would contract me for a portion of the season. And this is where it gets a little not so good or legal. And um, and then change my job title so they no longer had to offer me benefits for like the full... What? Yeah, yeah. 
it was not cool of them. And so my my alternate job was um, designing costumes for this program called Minds in Motion, where mm-hmm. we'd, like, the ballet partnered with all of the elementary schools in the greater Richmond area to teach kids dance, and, like, then they'd come together and do, like, a big performance. And so I would do the costumes for those very simple costumes. But, um, and I would, like, travel to all the elementary schools and do, like, little costume fittings and stuff in a giant white van, which looked really creepy. (laughs) But, like, in between all of the traveling, I would just be in the basement all day and, like, organizing these costumes and have, like, no human contact. That's the worst. I, um, it was not good for me at all. And that's, that's, it was during that time that I was like, if I didn't show up, you guys, like, probably wouldn't even notice. Yeah. Because I, I was away out. from the rest of the costume shop. Oh, they would literally not notice. They would literally not notice because nobody would see me. My, my data job was, at least I was, they, they had to look at me and, like, give me more work to do. That sounds great. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, my God. I would have killed for eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even incidental eye contact. Yeah. The, the only thing would be, like, I'd take my headphones, can I have more coats? Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's also when I got super into podcasts mm-hmm. during that time it was cause yeah, I'd just be down in the basement and like, I was like, well, nobody else is here. So I don't even have headphones. I'll just put it on yeah. a speaker. I, this, this, just popped, this just popped into my mind that I just want to share it. I was watching Criminal Minds cause I could watch whatever I wanted. I could mm-hmm. like, I, I watched the entire, every season of Parks and Rec at the show. <laughs> I nice. still did my job, but, like, I watched yeah. that. I watched all, of like, the last couple seasons of Coming to Minds again, and then the, the the one that was currently going on. Uh-huh. So, there's a lot of screaming in that show, <laughs> and I, real, I realized a little too late the headphones I was wearing oh, no. weren't, like, here. They yeah. were here. They were outwards. Oh, no. Nobody said anything to me, but they're like, what the... They had to be like, what the fuck is this guy watching or yeah. listening to? Like, just, like, like, like women screaming, and I'm just like... <laughs> Well, there's two things that it could be, and they're both bad. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, like a crime show, uh, whatever. But, like, that just popped in my head. I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. Whoops. Whereas when you were watching Parks and Rec, it was just like, dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. And they couldn't hear it because it was, like, quiet. Yeah. But, like, loud screaming. And I'm just like, I did not think that through. Yeah. I probably would have. If I was at that job, I would have been like, what's with that guy? What is he watching? What is he watching? But, 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 but uh, to your credit, to back up your show, you would have been like, what are you watching? Yeah, I would have. I would have been, like, been like Criminal Minds, and you'd been like, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I would have been doing literally anything for human contact at that point. And that's, <laughs> so, so where did you go after that? You were retail. Oh boy. Well, um, and, and not only where did you go, like job wise, like you seem like a creative person. So, like, yeah, where did you? Because if all your energy was being put into this, so for me, when I graduated, when I was in college, I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't yeah. doing anything. I'd never done theater before the theater. Yeah, and like I had never. I, I had been like casually playing music, and I didn't yeah. have a show. So it took a lot to get me to the point where I was mm-hmm. doing all these great things. So mm-hmm. for you, when you are not doing this thing that has been everything that you're doing, uh-huh. I assume, where where did that go? Uh, well, to be honest, to a real dark place. Uh, and we can, we can get into it if you want. Please. So shortly after I, um, after I quit the ballet, I did, uh, my usual summer stint at UVA's summer theater because I used to do that every summer, um, which was like marginally better socialization wise because like I actually would like make friends with everybody there, but only be for a summer, you know? And, um... 
And then I uh, I moved back in with my parents for what I thought was going to be like a few weeks Oof. while I looked for a job elsewhere. How long was it? It was about nine months. And uh, because what happened was like a week after I moved in, we found out my mom had like a, a like a tumor on her shoulder. Oh, no. And she's fine now. But it was Ooh. one of those things where like, we didn't know. Of course not. It, and it was like, it could either be seriously bad and she was going to die or something totally benign, but they weren't going to know until they got in there. Yeah. And so that was really stressful. And then a week after that, <laughs> um, we actually found out that my brother was, like, shooting up heroin and stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. So I, I should also back this up. Like, I grew up in, like, the mountains, like, really close to West Virginia. Nova. Nova, but, like, take 66 West. Nobody knows what you're talking about. No one's been to Nova who listens to the show. They don't have electricity. I'm kidding. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely don't know Virginia, though. If you... Yeah, you really don't. Because Nova's, like, super metropolitan. I've only been here for two years. Oh, okay. Um, So Nova's, like, all of the, like, suburbs of D.C. And then if you take the highway, Highway 66... Uh, Virginians know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> all the way out almost to West Virginia, that's where I grew up. So was that boonies or? Yeah, super boonies. Like, okay. I was um, partially right. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like near, <clears throat> like I, I keep saying like nearly West Virginia because it really was. It was like up in the mountains and, um, so that's like the area of Virginia that's being like hit super badly with the opioid epidemic and my brother with like back then this was like 2010 2011 was on that path like he got a couple of physical injuries like where he got prescribed oxycontin and got addicted and then he switched to heroin and like during that time he and um his girlfriend and their baby also moved in with my parents so it was like all of us living under one roof chaos And I was not getting any sleep, and I sunk into, like, a really bad depression. So, um, I wasn't doing anything creative. It, like, kind of sucked. Yeah. Well, no. A couple of... Like, my friend got married, and I did her wedding dress. Like, I... Her mom's wedding dress, I, like, altered it and updated it to make it modern and stuff. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that a couple times, um... Getting ready to do that again for my friend Charlotte. Charlotte! Twice! Yes. Actually, yeah, we should, um, for your listeners, they can play a drinking game where whenever Charlotte comes up, take they a can shot? take a char shot, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, she's just one of my favorite people. No big deal. Um, but yeah, uh, so like, yeah, that was terrible. And then I moved, like, as soon as I could, I moved back down to Richmond. And that's when I started getting retail jobs because I had, like, nothing. Mm -hmm. I had no money. I had a friend who was like, you can live with me. And I was like, thank you. And the first thing I did was I got a job at, like, a... It used to be called Sylvia's Stitch and Suds, like, kind of near here. And um, it was a laundromat, but she also did alterations. And I was like, I can sew. Yeah. And so I did that. And then I got... Then I started working at Banana Republic, and then I got my job at Corks and Kegs, which was the beer and wine store, which is why I'll sometimes say nerdy things about beer and wine. Interesting. So, Good to know. Yeah. Were you judging me for the yingling earlier? 
No, I didn't even see it. <laughs> I would have offered you something, but that was the last one. I can't really drink beer. Anymore. I was gonna say, knowing that now, like I, you've been like, <laughs> might as well offer me water. Yeah, no, I mean, I just like, I um, beer doesn't make me feel good. Really? Like, like, ooh. yeah. Um, I mean, I was drink like when I worked at Corks and Kegs, I was drinking every day. Of course. Um, it was part of my job, and uh, I swear I got really into craft beer, and um, but then like when I quit, I quit, went across the country, um, and during that time, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't drinking every day, and I was like, I feel amazing, <laughs> and uh. Then I came back, and it was, like, the holidays, so I drank, because holidays. And so then I was like, you know, I'm going to try Sober January, because which is something I'd learned from a lot of my regulars at Corks and Kegs. Like, we'd have customers who would just, like, disappear for the whole month of January. February 1st, full. Yes. Yeah. 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 Not even a joke. Yeah. And it'd be like, hey, haven't seen you in exactly a month. And um, I felt so amazing again. And yeah. I was like... Oh man, maybe I should just like not drink. Um, so I didn't most of last year, and I mean I would occasionally have like a drink or two, um, but now now I'll I'll drink. But like I've discovered when I started like kind of like reintroducing it that I still just feel gross when yeah. I drink beer. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't drink for the first twenty five years of my life, so. Oh, okay. So it's a new. That's a new one. Still kind of new. Well, yeah, I've been drinking for about one year. Wow. Yeah. So it's like a a whole new world. Yeah. I'm celebrating my insobriety. <laughs> I'm one year not sober. Oh my god! Congratulations! Oh, I wish I had something to give you. Yeah. Well. Um. Maybe next time you'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, wait, so you're after, 26. I'm 26. Okay. And you're 32. I just turned 33. You're turned... I, I genuinely would not have put you at 33. Yeah? And there's a two at the beginning for sure. 29's like, oh, a lot, okay. A lot of people um, don't think I am my age. And sometimes I'm like, is it because I'm youthful? Or is it because I'm childish? I'm not really sure. Mm, <laughs> what is it? I don't know. I just think that... Like, uh, like Casey Kennedy. Uh-huh. He's, like, 34. What? Right? I would not have guessed that. I thought he was definitely, like, 20s. Yeah. He falls into the same vein. Not that you, not that you and him, are, not that the, the, the surprise at age thing mm-hmm. is the same for both of you. Yeah. But, like, another person who you wouldn't have pictured. Yeah, no, totally. I thought he was, like, a youngin. I know somebody who thought Matthew and myself this past month were mm-hmm. 21. Um, Could you see me as 21? No. Thank you. I mean, like, maybe 23. I'll tell you. I feel it, like I, that would be, like, the low safe. end of my guess. But I'm also really bad at guessing ages, so. Yeah, obviously I am, too. <laughs> okay, so so what? Did, so when did the... Uh, so for me, I lamely called it my renaissance period, mm-hmm. where I started doing the things I yeah. love. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of got you into that? I'm really curious. My renaissance period. Well, just, I mean... <clears throat> I think a certain um, aspect of it was just, like, a lot of really terrible things happened. There was the depression in living with my parents. And, I mean, during that time, I was so depressed, like, I checked myself into a hospital for a weekend, which 
like, if I can be slightly lightheartedly serious for a second, literally, if anybody's ever struggling, check yourself into a hospital. Like, it's way better than being forced to, number one. And number two, it's the best thing. Like, I was like, I was like, ooh, I'm starting to think of, like, plans. And so I called my therapist, and she was like, we're going to take this step by step. And then she was like, uh, I think you should consider checking yourself into the hospital. And I was like, okay. So I did, and it was great. Like, it was like, I don't know. Um, It was the best thing I could have done for myself in that moment. So folks, don't be afraid to check yourself into a hospital. Anyway. (laughs) I mean, that's definitely something. I mean... I'm also, like, very conscious of that stuff, because now I work in the mental, like, health field. So I'm just like, let's let's get the word out there. Let's like yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, my degree was in sociology, which is oh cool related. <clears throat> and I worked in I worked with kids with autism for a bit. So okay. Like, so I have some frame to understand. Also, I've been through periods like that. Yeah. So like especially again, what led to this show? Yeah. That was a very rough time. So like uh. absolutely, you should get the help you need. Absolutely, yeah, and the stigma. So anyway, stigma. I, I, um, let's see. That was dark. Moved back to Richmond. Was you know in the process of getting back on my feet, and my brother died of an overdose. And um, I, uh, <laughs> that kind of like, I mean, I was in the process of getting back on my feet, and that just like flipped it. Like it was like. Somebody took my box and just, like, emptied the contents out. So that led to a couple of, like, dark years, but, like, not... I mean, it was... I was depressed, for sure, but a lot of it was also just straight-up grief. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. I mean, that lasted for a while until... And I'll tell you something. You Made It Weird actually helped me through those periods, like... That's so awesome. After my brother died, yeah. It was, like, literally something that helped me through the whole thing. Yeah. Because um, other than that, I was just, like, walking around numb, like, for a lot of it. But that guy got you to laugh and, like, mm-hmm. probably distracted and, like... Yeah, and also because he gets into, like, so much spiritual stuff... Uh, yeah. That it really helped me reckon with that, because, boy, does that come up, yeah. you know, like, a lot. Um Naturally, you know, because sure. like when somebody you love dies, you're just like, "Where are they now?" Yeah, they're not lot. here. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so yeah, that helped me through, and then, so I was working at the beer and wine store for a while, um, and I mean, I loved it, but there was like nowhere to go. Yeah, it was just a family-owned kind of operation, um, and and my boss was amazing, gave me like. Every opportunity he could yeah. that was possible, but there were again only so so much. It's a lot I could, of this, not a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. Sideways, not up. Um, and so I decide, like, and during this time, I got more and more into kind of mental health, kind of advocacy, and because my brother had substance abuse issues, and there's a lot of crossover, mm-hmm. um, kind of into that whole area and so um i was like you know i'd really like to get my msw master's in social work Mm -hmm. yeah but my background is in theater so i decided to throw all caution to the wind and i applied to vcu's msw program 
and it took them a billion years to respond. And this is also like the first time I auditioned for the coalition's house teams. This was so, like two years ago. So two years ago, yeah, you had you had taken some classes. Oh yeah, I actually I started taking classes at the coalition like. I signed up for 101, like, uh, two days before my 29th birthday, because I was like, I've always wanted to do this. I'm just going to fucking do it. Was, like, it, was it a about the turn 30 thing? Kind of, a little bit, yeah. Thank God. And also kind of just like, I don't have, like, I don't have any hobbies right now. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't have any outlet. I'm just going to work. And coming home, and going to work, and coming home, and, and hanging out with my friends, and then going home. But even when I was hanging out with my friends, because I was still in my 20s, it was still mostly, like, drinking. And I was like, but I drink at work. <laughs> like, yeah, right? Um, it's like I'm at work right now, you guys. Yeah, guys, come on. Um, but, uh, so... Improv. You took, you took improv? Yes. And so, how did you finish classes when they were doing auditions? Yes. Okay. So, I took... All the classes I could, um, including stand-up and sketch. sketch. Um, there wasn't a 505 at that point, or 501, yeah, 505. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I was on an indie team for a while. Called? Uh, Poster Child. Ooh, we were, good name. We were one of the early indie teams because it was just a bunch of us who like went through all the classes together and then once we finished 401 we're like we still want to do this what do we do yeah why don't we pay somebody to coach us and so we started doing that um it didn't it kind of fell apart though uh after auditions a lot of us referred to those specific auditions as the audition apocalypse or something like that ben ben bonnell is the one who made up the name but it was just because like at that point, there were, like, maybe three or four or five indie teams that existed, and so many people got absorbed into house teams <laughs> that, like, it, it was it, just... It left the, uh, the them in shambles, the indie teams. I mean, I don't want to say shambles, <coughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it I was... haven't done a single thing with my indie team since I made a house team. Oh, really? And you got your weak bladders? Tiny bladders. Tiny, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Weak bladders. We're small and strong. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, the smallest, strongest bladders. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, yeah, so during that time, um, I didn't make it onto any house teams. At the same time, I got rejected from the MSW program because it was basically like, you're fine, but you literally have no experience. Yeah. yeah, all of your experiences in theater. Um, that that was not a direct quote from my rejection letter, but that was that was the gist I got. I got the accent right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it was it was it was <laughs> typed in a heavy New York accent. <laughs> there was an illustration of an angry New York guy. It was shaking in, his finger at me. It was in that typewriter font. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that one. It was yep. bold in the ta- Courier. Courier new. Bold and italic. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I know. And, like, anytime there was a typo, there were just, like, X's over it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, after that, I was like, oh, and before that, I told my boss, I was like, I'm only going to be here for, I gave him, like, several months notice. Because <laughs> I was I've like, that. yeah. And, um, and I was like, I'm going to quit at the end of July. And then I was like, you know what I should do? I should just drive across the country. Yeah. And like, because, like, why not? Yeah. I'd always, like, fantasized about it, and then I was sure. like, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. I'm like, th- I, at this point, I was 31. So I just started planning it and saving, and then my job ended uh, at Corks and Kegs, and I 
just took off across the country on like a personal journey um, by myself. <laughs> so you just, you just drove from Richmond to West? Yeah, I went out to the Blue Ridge Parkway, drove down there, all the way out to Ash, all the way down to Na- or Asheville, Asheville to Nashville. Um, <laughs> then I took the Natchez Trace Parkway down to Mississippi. I have a cousin who lives in New Orleans. Wait, when were you in New Orleans? Uh, ugh. 2013? 20, no, it was no, 2016. I think I had just left. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. What, it's, I'm genuinely curious what month were you there? Uh, July. I was leaving. Oh my gosh. I was leaving. It was probably mid-July. Because what happened was there were storms coming, right? So yeah. I was like, oh, I got to get on my journey so I don't get trapped in New Orleans. I drove to Baton Rouge got trapped in Baton Rouge because they actually got hit that worse. That was the, the flooding? Yes, yeah. You know, flooding? I was stranded in Baton Rouge and my cousin in New Orleans was like, come back to New Orleans. I was like, I literally can't. All the highways are closed. Yeah. I have um, a picture uh, I think I posted on Facebook at one point of me on Highway 10 that goes from... Yeah, yeah. I-10. Um, and, and the water is like up here on the side of the highway. It was really bad. And I was in bumper-to-bumper traffic because they were literally in the process of shutting down the highway and getting everybody off of it. Yeah. So I was trapped in Baton Rouge for a little bit, and it was like, there were a couple of situations, like, I kind of got stranded in Asheville a little bit because there was, like, a race happening, and I had nowhere to sleep, and all the campgrounds were full. And uh, I ended up having to stay in this, like, really seedy motel. And, um, because the idea was, like, I was supposed to be, like, camping or staying with friends most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I got to New Orleans and I got trapped in Baton Rouge. And between those two experiences, I was like, am I making like a huge mistake? But then after that, I just like, I booked it across Texas. Um, Texas. (laughs) I have so many friends in Texas. None of them will make it this far into this. I also ended up having to stay in a motel in Texas. And like, I went down to their breakfast and their waffles were Texas-shaped. I was like, we get it, Texas. We get it. And, like, when you drive in there, into Texas, they're like, there's a sign that says, don't mess with Texas. I'm like, I wasn't going to. Like, <laughs> literally never crossed my mind. Who messes with Texas? No, literally nobody. Nobody, nobody messes with Texas. Not a single person. Not with waffles like these. Not with Texas-shaped waffles. It was a yummy waffle, actually. Um, yeah, and then I went up into Colorado... Down Utah to the Grand Canyon. Ooh, did you go? I, I, I grew up in Utah. Ooh. Bottom left corner, St. George, Utah. Okay, I didn't go. I don't know there. <laughs> yeah. But the most bottom left I got was Zion National Park. You, my, I, I, I can never. I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna. This is two episodes in a row. I'm on my phone when I shouldn't be. Okay. I did it. I did it with Katie because I was looking up comedy sports. Their Twitter says they're the only. Uh, yeah, I know. It's BS. It's bullshit. So I, I started following the RVA comedy hashtag on me too. Instagram. People hijack our, our hashtag. Yeah, I know. I was like, this is not the coalition. Get out I mean, of here. It, uh, it, it kind of makes sense, but like. Yeah, I right. know. So, so that's, the, that's Zion and then there's St. George. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you were. Just a hop, skip, and a jump. You were literally just going through places I've lived. <laughs> Did you go through Missouri? No. Did you go through South Carolina? No, those were both states that I absolutely skipped. Which not uh, on purpose. It just don't believe I was only there for a short time. I was okay. in uh, Utah for ten and New Orleans for five. So you hit the good spots. Yeah, well, and Utah was beautiful. I oh before this trip, I had never <clears throat> been west of New Orleans. It's beautiful. Yeah, out 
Oh my god. The Red Mountains. I thought it was just, you know, Mormons and salt. No, it's Red Mountains and Mormons. <laughs> yeah. Salt's up north. Yeah. It's no, it was gorgeous. I loved it, and I did the whole. I like started in Arches, Canyonlands, yeah. Bryce, which I didn't know about beforehand, mm-hmm. and it might have been like the most pleasant surprise yeah. on the trip because mm-hmm. um, everything else I knew a little bit more about, sure. and I was like, I'll just hit up Bryce because it's on the way to might Zion, well. and then it was like, oh! yeah, it's yeah. so beautiful. It's the best. Um, I saw a rainbow at Rainbow Point in Bryce. Of course you did. It was amazing. What happens out there? (laughs) Yeah, it's beautiful miracles. Utah is like, uh, it's like good old sitcom magic. Yeah. Utah. When I I was driving through it, I was literally like, okay, I get how Joseph Smith might have come out here and been like, this is God's country. Yeah. You know, all my people should be here. (laughs) So, um... Joseph Smith's the one who is his name, right? I'm going with it. I'm bad with names. The guy who who got all the Mormons eh, out there. The Mormon guy. What's yeah. his name? Um, but I I, I get it it's for cute. sure. I uh, so I grew up there, and like that's pretty much all I really knew. Like I knew Florida. Like that's where I was born. And like, wow, I was, was there the, the rest the of the country kind of a geological letdown? Yeah, <laughs> I went to Kansas. <laughs> no, summer <laughs> year sixteen of my life, oh, no. and I'm like. Where the fuck are there mountains? Yeah. <laughs> there were no, there was nothing. Yeah. Oh my God. And see, I grew up in the mountains of Virginia and, um, coming down right. to Richmond, I was like, where are the mountains? Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh man, going out to like Colorado and Utah and even like the Pacific Northwest where all the Cascades are. They make the Blue Ridge Mountains look foolish. Don't tell the Blue Ridge Mountains I said that, by the way. They're an avid listener. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I love them. I grew up there, but big, come big on. Plans. You can do better. Yeah, y'all went, can I, do better. I went to Arizona in October for a wedding. Uh-huh. I saw the I saw some mountains. Yeah. And I was just like, I miss this. Yeah. It was so it was like it was like refreshing to like just be in that time. Yeah. Space. Oh my goodness. Also, like, I didn't know before I went to the Grand Canyon, speaking of Arizona, that that's a mountain. Like, mm-hmm. I thought you were just, like, in the middle of the desert and there would be a Down. canyon. And you just walk up to the edge of a canyon. Oh. But you, you climb up. You're up in a high altitude. Yeah. yeah. it's crazy. And there's, like, elk everywhere. You just described the West. <laughs> yeah, I know. The Midwest. There's elk everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how that works. Yep. Oh my gosh. I, it's so funny to have, I have that frame of reference. And yeah. based on me, as you see me now, you wouldn't think, he has that frame of reference. <laughs> yeah. But I so do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I was up out there. It was so I beautiful. had a four-wheeler. I, we had, so I had a four-wheeler. Mm-hmm. And backyard mm-hmm. was government land and just trails. What? Yeah. Um, there was plenty of getting lost. That's I flipped bad. my four-wheeler once. Separated my shoulder. Oh, that's not a good. That go back to mountains. That's a better story. <laughs> no, well, are it, you okay though? No, it, it, it was the kind where you just like you just have it in the sling for like two weeks. Okay, it wasn't like I separated my arm from my body. It was just like you never like, know. You never know. I thought I could go off this jump and I didn't make it, and then I <laughs> bounced and. Whoops. I um. You're making me relive all these memories that I never think of. Just like little things. When I was a kid, uh, we were not allowed to be on four-wheelers or three-wheelers because everybody had them out where I grew up. Of course they did. That's how you get around. Yeah, that's how you get around the mountains. But I do have a memory of riding on my neighbor's four-wheeler 
And I'm like, how did we get away with that? Like, because we definitely were not allowed. Not supposed to do that. Yeah, but I have a memory of it. I mean, unless I made it up, I was very young. You very well could have. Who knows? It's a mystery. All I remember, because this just came back to me too, I was like, I'm going to go off. Because I had seen my friend who mm-hmm. also lived right there. Mm-hmm. He could go off the jump and he mm-hmm. landed. Because it was it was a jump yeah, and then a ramp and then in the middle was a pit. Oh my God. Like an eight How old pit. were you when she did this? 15. Yikes. And so I got this big lead up uh-huh. and I jumped and I think I landed on the ah. ramp out of the pit <laughs> and then it flipped and it landed on me. Oh my god. All I remember is like my friend Zach was like alright let's do it. And then blackout. <laughs> and then I hear him say you flipped it from like really far away. Oh man. And I'm just like I don't know what's happening. This isn't my four wheelers. This is my dad. <laughs> what do I do? Were you like in shock? Yeah. I, I've been in like when you're in shock it's really weird. Like I one time got an injury where I was in shock and I like tried to walk away. I was like, I'm just going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And people were like, no, you're not. You need to be right here. Yeah. <laughs> you need to take care of this. Yeah. You can't put this off. Yeah. This happens now. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to find a way. You, so you're on your trip. I'm on my trip. Texas. Fine. You do the West. That's fine. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I go down, I up Colorado, down Utah, Grand Canyon, LA. Ooh. Uh, my best friend, like half a year before that had, moved to LA with her husband and um we mostly saw comedy while I was there yes okay so yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that you were in a funk I'm gonna call it a funk I don't want I don't mean to minimize but I feel like that's like a, I was like by the time I was on my road trip I was coming out of the that's funk that's what I'm saying yeah. I feel like that was kind of a, a play a good, a good yeah. way for you to like be with yourself mm-hmm. and work through excuse me some things oh yeah and then having these once you get through the bad mm-hmm. in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And then you get through Texas. <laughs> I live there. I can say that. It's allowed. It's allowed. I have a I have a certificate. I'll get it for you. It's a the Louis- Tabasco on my bookshelf. <laughs> Can't anybody just buy a bottle of Tabasco? I got... Okay, well, I know where Tabasco <laughs> was made. That's from Chipotle. It's not a point. Fine. Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. So then once you got out of Texas, things yeah. started to, like... Yeah, it was like, oh, beautiful, um, and then like seeing comedy had to have been. So you're, yeah. this was two years ago. So you had you you were in a comedy mindset with him. Oh yeah, because I'd already been doing stuff at the coalition. I just needed to like go on this journey. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Emily was so amazing. She like got everybody together to like say goodbye to me before oh, I left. Emily I was, like, is the best. She's I love her. Um, she wants to do a Canada trip. I know. I kind of like. On one hand, I really want to do it. Yeah. I don't know where I'll be in November. Yeah, it's samesies. It's like, like it, it's something you have to plan. I, don't yeah, even, I, know. I I don't even know I have my passport. Yeah, me either. <laughs> we're, we're the worst. She is she's fun to take road trips, though. With. We actually talked about that on her episode. Did you listen to her episode? Yes. Did she? I forget, though. She talked about going up to see Pete Holmes in a snowstorm. She did not. What? She saw Pete Holmes? In a snowstorm? Whoopsie daisies. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, we um, we went up to the D.C. Improv one night with um, Joe. Have you met Joe? She talked about that road trip. Okay, she didn't yeah, say she, where she was going. As yeah, far as I remember. Okay. I feel like I would remember It was to Pete see Holmes. Peter Holmes. Peter. And we were, we were seated. Have you been to the D.C. Improv? No, I've never. Okay, I've so it's a once. small stage. And you get seat. Like, well, you, get, you sit at a table. Because you can also, like order drinks and food and stuff 
I actually just went up there recently to see Jim Norton with my boyfriend and his friends. It was a meeting of the friends and girlfriends meeting the friends and I want to get to that. Yeah. It oh. was they were lovely. I was so nervous. I was like, "Oh my god." Come on. <laughs> they they were very nice though. Um but uh what was I going to say? Oh, so we were seated right up at the stage. So like like Pete Holmes is like right there, but the guy who was opening for him, whose name I can't remember, um, Brent something. I just want to say Brent Weinbach, but it's not him. It's Brent someone else. You sure it's Brent? He brings that one. He brings Chris Thayer with him. But it wasn't Chris Thayer. Okay. His name was Brent. Five hundred weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Brent guy like made ex- like kept looking down and making extremely awkward eye contact with me, and I was like, for, for the bit or just because he was? Just because I happened to be in his eye line when he looked down, and I was, it was very. Uh, weird. He was a look downer. Yeah, and so, oh, yes, sure. between like jokes, he'd be like. <sighs> And Reset. he'd make eye contact with me. Um, and so... <laughs> Almost as if to say, I'm going to do the joke about the squirrels next. And you're like, you got it. He's yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so because of that, I was like, ooh, maybe I'll make eye contact with Pete Holmes. No. Zero Pete percent. Holmes is out here. He doesn't yeah. He doesn't do that. He's yeah. out here. Yeah. He did um, talk to Emily, though. I know. I don't, she might not know how big of a Pete Holmes fan I am. Does she not? It seems like she ought to know. You guys ought to know and talk about it. I'm going. I'm going to talk about it with her next, you time, get, next her. time you see her. Like aggressively grab yeah, her arm. She'll be, you didn't tell me you saw Pete Holmes. She'll be like, "Hey, I'm like, you saw Pete Holmes. He talked to you." Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If she listens to this, it's coming. <laughs> Emily, to, it's coming. It's coming. Or it came and how was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> All right, so you get to LA, see comedy. Mm-hmm. Was that the end? Did you fly back? Did you drive back? Oh, buddy, is, this, this is, is the beginning. Just the first third. Oh, the I, first third was across the U.S. Well, because then I got to drive all the way up the coast. Oh, uh, Washington. I, yeah, I made it all the way up to well, um, past Seattle. I went to this place called um, Port Angeles. Los Angeles to Port Angeles. Oh, put that in your port. pipe and smoke it. Um, no, and you—it was this teeny little town in Washington next to Olympic National Park, which is an amazing national park. And um, you could see the, it, like it would take a. There was a ferry that went to Canada. Um, so then I went to Seattle. I went up to Glacier. In Montana, down to Yellowstone. Then I went to, like, there, there's, like, a bunch of, you hit, like, Badlands, Route Rushmore, all of that stuff in South Dakota. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> went down to Omaha to visit another cousin. And by that time, I was out of time and money, so I just booked it home. Just straight home? <laughs> yeah. Like, just right across, like, Indiana, Illinois, Ohio, West Virginia. Yeah. Was there, like, plans to go to, like, Chicago? I had originally... Yes. I had planned to go all the way up to Maine. Ooh. But that would have, like... I mean, realistically... That would have been, like, two, three more months. Oh, yeah. Totally. I thought I could do it in two months, but, like, by the second week of my trip, I was like, I'm going to have to make some major adjustments, because just to even, like, stay in any national park, 
you'd want to be there for like a day or two, yeah, right? To really soak so, it in. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I don't think I'm gonna make it to the northeast. Part road trip number two. You, you go That's right. You I'm go thinking. right back. Yeah. To Omaha. It starts. Where are <laughs> yeah. you two are going to go? <laughs> That's totally what I'm gonna do. <laughs> um, or maybe go in the reverse direction, like go up the east That's coast. That's the smart way. And I like the like, Omaha way. Though. Yeah. But then also, so the, the, the two thoughts with that is you go straight to Omaha, mm-hmm. then you make your journey, and you make your way slowly back to Richmond. Or yes. you make your way slowly out of Richmond, go to Omaha, and do the exact same book it back. Yeah. I mean, Kinda both like the of second those one sound... Kind of like the second one, where you make yeah. the same book it back. Yeah. Deja vu. Deja vu. <laughs> okay, so after the trip's over, that was two years ago. Yeah. And you've just been crushing it ever since? I wouldn't say crushing it, but I definitely like. <laughs> I like. I like that you're just like. I know exactly what that means, and I wouldn't say that. I would not say crushing it. Absolutely not. <laughs> had had to get my parents to help me out a lot. No, I immediately came back, um, and uh, I had a cousin, another cousin. I've got about a billion cousins. We're Catholic, and um, she had like. Catholic. Yes. So there's like a million of us, and she had like. Uh, well, she had two weddings. Let's just call it what it is. Um, Wait, to, to, two of the same wedding? No, same wedding twice? No. To okay, I'm I, I'm not being fair. She had um, one wedding, her Catholic ceremony, and then there was a Hindu ceremony because she was marrying a Hindu. Okay, so 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 same wedding twice, just different 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 religions. religions. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but I just say that because, like, that was, imme- like, I come back to the East Coast, immediately go to these two extremely fancy weddings, go back to Richmond. I've got, like, nothing. <laughs> I have two, no, three extremely nice dresses that I had to buy because I also had to buy one for the rehearsal dinner. And, um... Whatever you had in your yeah, vehicle. Yeah, whatever I had, yeah. And, um... So, uh, I started driving for Uber. Ooh. Yeah. You had a, so, uh, no, keep going. Okay. Uh, started driving for Uber. Um, very first night was the weekend of Halloween in 2016. So that was a, that was a real trip. Yeah. That Um, sounds like it. It, I see, okay, driving for Uber and then eventually I switched to Lyft actually ended up being a really awesome job for, for me. Yeah. To, like, fill, to pay the bills until I got, like, a regular gig. Because um, I I like meeting people. And I never had any, people would be like, what kind of crazy people do you meet? And I'm like, not a lot. Mostly nice people. Or, or terrible or quiet. Yeah, just quiet sometimes if they were on their way to work. If they were on their way home from a party, talkative, generally. Or really quiet and drunk and you're hoping they don't vom. I actually never even had that. Because I used to live with this guy who drove for Uber full time, and he had somebody throw up in his car, and so I was always worried about that, but, like, I just, the stars were aligned or something. I never got anybody who I thought was going to, like, throw up or who made me feel threatened in any way. That's awesome. Yeah. I was a pedicab driver for three years in New Orleans. Wow. Okay. Well, New Orleans. Yeah. The only place I think (laughs) you can really realistically do that. And have success. Yeah. It's awesome. But yeah, I, so I know the questions you get asked as a, yeah. as a uh, transportation extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But um, during that time, so like I had, I was driving and then also I was very lucky. My, my very good friend from college needed help with her three-year-old. So I was like 
going over to her house and watching her kid like all day. That sounds like it was stars aligning. Oh, it was awesome. And, um, and then anytime I had free time, I would like find places and like volunteer to try and get social work related experience experience. And one of the places that I started volunteering, I'd seen an ad for a job and, um, I was not qualified for it, but I, their volunteer number was on their website. So I was like, do you guys know a volunteer? And they were like, okay, I guess. Yeah, do, do what you want. Um, I think they were a little like confused when I first came in. Cause at one point they were like, we don't offer direct services. I was like, I'm not, not looking for direct services. I'm just, <laughs> you need someone to file papers. I'll do it for you. And so I was volunteering there for like, Almost six months, and it turns out, like, uh, my my now boss, like, kind of had her eye on me and was, like, um, at one point, she she got promoted, and her position opened, and she was, like, I'd love it if you, like, applied, so I did. So now I work for this organization for uh, expanding peer-to-peer practices and mental health advocacy around the state, so. That's awesome. Right? I've been thinking about going back and going back into social work. Yeah. Talk to Bob Nichols about it. Yes. Love Bob. He, um, he, I had a nice conversation with him, uh, at one of Rachel's birthday parties, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he get, gave some pointers and stuff. I was like, oh, you're in the, the, the world that I want to be in. And now I'm working with a woman who used to work with him. She was like, you know, Bob. And I was like. The greatest human ever? Uh, could be. Could be. He's up there. He's the in greatest the greatest human? Yeah. He's in the conversation. Yeah. And by, by the time he's done here... <laughs> have you have you had him on here? Yes, actually. He oh. was the uh, first one of season two. He was the first... The first oh, okay. So the first time... I, <clears throat> it's funny, because lately it's turned into more of like, what's your story? Like, I remember him telling his story a lot, and it was like... I was so... Because this is the first episode mm-hmm. I had done an hour of. Yeah. I was so mad that I only got an hour. Oh! I could have talked to him for three. <laughs> His time is very valuable, and I'm like, I get it, but, like, I was so, I was like, I was committed. I was like, I'm going to try to do this. Yeah. And then we sit down. I also lit a candle for that one. And Aww. it was just like, after the first hour, I'm just like, I have to stop. I Aww. don't want to. Yeah. Which is honestly... Not only the vibe that I get doing this show uh-huh. now, but also like, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, you want to, you want to, uh, you want to end it when you still want more, and not when you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, fifteen minutes have gone by, and I'm just like working, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think this show has changed. Yeah. The show has definitely. Good. You don't better. want it to be static. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Maybe season three will be ninety minutes. That's one of the things. That I like about P. Holmes. Because his show has changed as he's gone through Oh, yeah. It changes. used to be three weird things. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't listened to any of the new ones. <gasps> I, only, I only got to, like, the first... Because I listened from beginning to... Yeah, that'll take you a while. Yeah, and I never... I couldn't get through it. Yeah. Because I couldn't... Because I love that show. I couldn't listen to that nonstop for, like, a constant, consistently. Mm-hmm. I had to take breaks. And then I'd, I'd watch, like, TV at work. I, I listened to it nonstop for quite some time. Well, you're better than me. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not here to tell you you're not. <laughs> hey, man, I had a lot more time to kill. What can I say? Yeah. Um, I, I I don't listen to it as regularly now because he 
has expanded from the world of comedy to musicians, <clears throat> which is also what happened with Mark Marin. And I'm just like, ah, I'm here for the comedians. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what yeah, I want. Aaron Rodgers on, though. That was a good episode. Aaron Rodgers. Quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Okay. <laughs> of course it's a sports person. I was like, I don't know who that is. Future, he's really good. Um, sure. But the fact, no, here's the thing. He had a professional athlete on. Uh-huh. And, like, everyone thinks professional athletes are just, like, ugh. Mm-hmm. But, like, this guy had a lot of really cool, fun opinions. Oh, It was cool. a good episode. Well, now I'll probably have to listen to it. You should listen to that one. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah. So what I should, no, I'm sorry. What I did first was I went through and downloaded all the ones of people I knew and yes. wanted to hear. And then I went back and I listened to mm-hmm. every one of them again. Yeah. That's why I love Paul Shears. You have to listen to Paul Shears. I ha- I, ha- I did. Again. Okay, no, listen to it again. again. Is that, yeah, is like it the four one? four times. He's, he's the one who, he was kind of a rough and tumble guy when he was young, right? No. This is the dude who was always in relationships. Paul Shear? Paul Shear. With the gap in his French? Yeah. Okay, I might be thinking of the interview he did with Mark Marin because he Probably. definitely talks about being a rough and tumble kid. I need to listen to that in one. Some, one of his interviews. In the Pete Holmes one, he talks about the relationships that he was in, uh-huh. and it's just like so so good. Funny story. I was actually li- so remember when we had the first meeting at Scott's house? Yes. I listened to that on the way there. Ah. I was listening to that as I was going, so I'm like, I need to get into like a a, a good mind place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Do Ooh. you listen to po- Comedy Bang Bang? I have never listened. I highly recommend it. You Everyone don't have, does. Um, and then also a, a podcast I'm super into lately is uh, <clears throat> Off Book. Interesting. It's an improvised musical podcast. Ooh. And I adore it. It's it's just like so much sunshine and light. Like the the hosts, especially uh, Jess McKenna, one of the hosts, um, just a ball of sunshine and happiness. And I love it so so much. Much needed positivity. And then also, I got into improv podcasts for a, a while, and so obviously I did improv for humans for a while. But I have a little bit of a thing about Matt Besser. Like I don't really like him. I'm trying to think. I feel like I've seen that name, and I also feel like I have a... He was one of the creators of, like, UCB with Amy Poehler and Matt Walsh and Ian Roberts. I feel like I've listened to his comedy, and I feel like I didn't like it. Sorry, Matt. So, I I adore all four of them, and they were a huge inspiration to me for many, many years. But, like, Matt Besser by himself, when he does his own thing, he's a little... Oh, and you should ask Jim Zarling about Matt Besser sometime. Yeah. And maybe a few other people at the theater, too, because he, yeah, came, let's, let's he came to the theater at one point, yeah. He did? He did a show there? No, I think he did, like, a workshop or something. I don't know. It was before my time. Um, it was in the early days, but it's not a good story. <laughs> if anybody who knows about that story hears this, uh-huh. text me so yeah. that... You can tell because I'm going to forget. No, the reason I... Because after our 101 class, which Jim taught, we had a big class party, and he was there, and he was like, guys, I have to tell you about Matt when Matt Besser came here. But he had a big Jim smile on his face, so I, I was know what that means. misled yeah. and thought that it was going to be a fun story, and it was not. So Jim's a person to ask. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I mean, sure other people can tell the story. About I mean, it, so yeah, like, well, he's the one who I heard it from. So if there's any inaccuracies to the story or anything like that, I mean, my whole impression of like Jim's story. Yeah, but that said, I also don't like it. Uh, Matt Besser. He's a little. He's he's a little aggressive. Um, so I never really super got into improv for humans. Also, he, if you dig around on the internet, like 
he totally like stalked this guy on Amazon who gave his improv book a bad review. Ooh. Yeah. This isn't like this isn't like breaking me like he's at whatever. He's not for me. So then I found um this other improv podcast called Spontanea Nation, which is Paul F. Tompkins, who I adore. Love PFT. I adore him. And he's just he's actually his background is not in improv, but he once he started like playing around with other improvisers, he just adored it and he wanted to have his own podcast that was his own kind of style. Yeah. And it's just so much nicer. Oh. Like Yeah, it's Paul Tompkins. Yeah. It's yeah. just a lovely improv show. I adore it. Love and he and he goes out of his way to get some people on his show. Like you'll see people you recognize, but you'll also see people who like they're not necessarily regulars on Comedy Bang Bang or Improv for Humans because he wants to he doesn't want all the podcasts to sound the same. And he, he talks about that a little bit. But like yeah, I adore that podcast, too. The only other one improv podcast that I know offhand that you didn't mention was Hello for the Magic Tavern. I tried to get into that one, but I'm not as into that one. It's funny. I just don't think I'm in a podcast place. I make them. I don't, I don't listen to them. Oh. <laughs> Do you have a thing of, like, you can't listen to them because you're afraid of making your podcast too much, like... As if I'm... As if uh, the podcasts I've listened to are Brian Regan and I am... Pete Holmes. I mean, I wasn't going to say it but like, yeah. in those words, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do worry about that. Yeah. Because the first bit, because the episode, so episodes one and two were, uh, I had my friend Tom on, mm-hmm. and this is before theater. I did listen to that. Listen to episode one? I believe so. That was a weird Because I tried to go one, I tried to do... That's chronological. Yeah, but then I was like, Aaron, just jump around. Why are you putting this pressure on yourself? Yeah. One is a little dense. Because it's like, it's me and my friend talking about some things. And yeah. It's, it's fine, it's fine. But, like, there's a lot of inside talk, because we talk about, like, our yeah. friend group. Yeah. And so, like, it wasn't the greatest, but it was, like, the first time I'd ever done anything like that. Well, yeah. Sorry, we, we had a podcast together before, but, like... The first um, thing of anything is not going to be the greatest. Exactly. Like, so then the next episode was flipped. I, yeah. I was the guest. And, okay, uh, I kind of remember that, too. Most listened to episode ever on this mm. program. Um... And it was again more focused on. Yeah. Let's talk about let's let's. let's I had a notepad and I would like write mm-hmm. things down. And I would take I would like come up with things beforehand. Yeah. And then episode three, I literally we got through the creative part two hours. Remember? Yeah. And I was like, well, let's talk about relationships. Uh huh. We actually talked about politics and religion on that episode. Oh, all of the things. Yeah, we covered a, and there was still more. Yeah. There was still more to talk about. So it was just yeah. like, I gotta figure this shit out. And yeah. now it's evolved to, like, come over and, like, prepare nothing and yeah. just talk. And it's, honestly, it's been awesome because yeah. it's evolved into something better. But, like, it was so structured and it was so... I forget where we started with this. I had a point. Where where did this come from? Improvise, podcast. Oh, yeah. Hello so from was, the Magic Tower. I was listening to other podcasts while I was doing the intros. I'm like, I gotta do it like them. And now oh, yeah. And now it's like, I'm doing this like I do it. Yeah. And I don't have any outside influences, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why... I would always think I can't. I couldn't watch improv before I would go on stage. I I'm like that a little bit. Anthony's like that's bullshit. And so like last night at the lab, he was like, "Well, that's Anthony's opinion." Exactly, but like, <laughs> but he like so like, Gantz wrote me a, a post class thing, and he uh-huh. was like, "You need to get out of your head." Yeah. And like so, I think that that was one of the thoughts. He was Anthony's like, "You do need to get out of your head." You need to just sit down and watch some improv. And like yeah. last night, I watched the whole lab. Uh huh. Oh. 
But uh, are we going to talk about last night? <laughs> all I'm going to say is, all I am going to say is, yeah. I had fun. I wasn't in my head. It mm. felt like I got. Um, it's like when you when I when I if I'm ever gonna run anywhere yeah. any distance, the first three four steps, my ankles are like ow ow ow, yeah. and then I'm good. So I felt like watching uh, it got those first ow steps out of okay. the way, and I hit the stage ready to go. Gotcha. I was okay. in that mindset. I actually didn't stay for your set. I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. I I went. I was exhausted. I went to bed. You missed immediately. Anthony and Dan set. I know. So good. Was it okay? Was I heard so it was good. good. It was really good. But like, I don't know. It we was had to just follow like, that shit. <laughs> oh, I thought they were last for some reason. They. I'm not saying anything about the improv goddesses because I think oh. we had a great, great, great set. Yeah. But like that kind of set should go last. Um, but obviously, yeah. no one knows anything about it. But or like first, because like I mean, let's no, no, be no. honest. No, no, no. Close the show with uh, yeehaw. Okay. You didn't I'm see. Just saying, you didn't see it. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just going off the impression mm-hmm. I'm getting, which is that it was high energy. It was. They came out as their characters for uh, the show they were going to do, uh-huh. and uh, they were just drinking by light and talent, talking about. They took a suggestion and told stories about like that, whatever. And they kept pulling beer out of their. Oh my god! Pockets. They must have been just like wasted. They, yeah, they had like three each. It was and they awesome. were like tall boys, weren't they? Yeah. Oh boy. And they kept like spilling and stuff, and they just kept getting last because all they had they had squirt that's, guns. They were filling with beer. That's what Anthony was saying about cleaning the stage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, coming on, watching it beforehand, getting out of my head, not yes. letting. Uh, so like, on one hand, listening to a podcast could kind of help me like reaffirm my own thing, but like, mm-hmm. it's turned into a thing where it's just like I don't want to be influenced because I feel like I'm doing a good thing. And with improv, if I'm doing a good thing, then yeah, I'm good to go. But when I when I hit the stage cold, mm-hmm. I've, I it doesn't work. So that's kind of what I'm where I'm at with that. Um, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm just so afraid. For me, at this point, it's it's more of a superstition than anything else. I'm just mm-hmm. afraid, like, a a joke from somebody else's set is going to, like, plant itself in my brain, and I'm just going to do something completely unoriginal. Same, but also, people love comments. I mean, they don't, but I just want to do, like, I don't know. I just don't want to watch improv, because I, I want to be cool like Pajor. That's it. I want to be... <laughs> yeah, man, I just want to, like... <laughs> did, did the brooding show up on the, on yeah. the feed? Could you hear me brood? Um, we all heard it. <laughs> we all heard it. Um, uh, I love Pie Joy, by the way. Of course. I don't want. I, it was a. It was a nice brood. It was. It was an accurate when he because when he does brood. Yeah. I just also, like, I love doing, like, secret little mannerism impressions of, like, everybody I meet. Really? Yeah. Do you ha- I want to, like, name some people. Oh, no. Well, they're not vocal, so they probably wouldn't... I don't care. Okay. It's my show. There's something at me. Anthony. Oh, see, I can't do him. He's all, like... Um... <laughs> that is Anthony, though! <laughs> Um, I feel like I feel like the Angela one is easy. It's a little that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, who? Scott. Scott. Um. I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't want to tell you what to do, but uh, what I really like is when you take a word and you do like a word pattern. So, but I, I'm not gonna keep talking. <laughs> that is so Scott. Right. No. What if people are offended? Scott, Scott's never gonna listen to this. 
And even if he does, he would appreciate it that he's even considered. <laughs> Do you have one for me? Um, not yet, but if I did, it would probably be like... Because I've been saying like this the whole like, fucking <laughs> yeah. episode. I, I tried like to change it up. Your... I'm like, can I like, just like, if I seem relaxed, if I yeah. lean back, hands, fingers intertwined. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to get one and see Yeah. If, if you can... I mean, obviously, like, the people with very distinct mannerisms, like, are the easiest and they come first. Especially, I feel like I'm pretty just, like, blasé. But, like, mm. especially when I'm trying to do improv, I try to keep it at a very even zero. Like, no hands in the pockets. Like, that's especially one thing. Yeah. Drill about me. You are. I mean, you're, you're, you're <clears throat> neutral with try. your body language. Which I chalked up to being a person who wants to kind of... Start at neutral and then get weird. I want to make it weird. <laughs> did this did this show go how you thought it would? What did you expect? Um, I did not know what to expect. I, just asked I actually you. thought we would probably geek out about Pete Holmes way more. To be more? honest, you yeah. learned a lot. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, unless but I could go on and on. They stand my my friend said I had a Pete Holmes laugh when the first because my my friend Tom is the editor mm. and so like he said I had a Pete Holmes laugh. Mm. Well, but, he's got like several different laughs. Yeah, he did. But like the the <laughs> that one. Yeah. Good, oh god, look at that. That is just all. Yeah. All, what? Okay. Um. I'm gonna lay a controversial opinion on you here. Uh, me. I. Pete Holmes's stand-up is not even my favorite stand-up. It's not my favorite, but I think it's really good. The it's really, that, no, it's very good. But I find more value in his podcasting. podcasting. He's funnier on the podcast. And when he, man, when he comes out with the jokes, you're like, "This is gonna destroy mm-hmm. my brain." And then it's it's good, but the bar is so high he can't reach it because yeah, his yeah, bits yeah. are just like. Yeah. When he's just, soap. like, sitting there riffing and talking about deep shit, I find it more valuable. Yeah. You can't, um, you can't riff on a special. Yeah. Seeing him live would be good. Also. Well, yeah. And his most recent special on uh, HBO. Laughs and Faces. Yeah. Faces and Sounds. Laughs and Sounds. And Faces. And Sounds. And the Kitchen Sink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he basically did all that material at the show that I saw at the DVC Improv, so it was like, ah, oh, man, it. I wanted... That, he also gave me new respect for, like, seeing people live and then seeing the special. Yes. Like, seeing things over again, I'm just like, oh, they're working on it to do Dude, the special. When I that's was, their career. When I was in L.A., one of the places we went was the Comedy Cellar mm-hmm. and saw Neil Brennan working out his three microphones bit. Yo! And the next thing I know, it's like a Netflix special. I was like, what? It's really good, too. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So, um, yeah. If you ever want to see, like, that's my Pete Holmes doing Dave Chappelle impression. <laughs> no, I do that all the time. Nobody gets it. Nobody gets I it. I either still first, do it. And then I was Bam. like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I thought you were doing Neil doing a character, and I was like, nope, that's Pete doing a doing Dave Chappelle talking to Neil. Neil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. What was I going to say though about Pete? Oh, this kind of stand up. Stand up. Find his podcast even more valuable. Also, you gotta watch the second season of Crashing Man. It's I, so good. I haven't seen the second season of I'm Stranger gonna, Things. I haven't watched Breaking Bad. I haven't watched Breaking Bad. So the two things that are the <laughs> biggest, you're just like, yeah, me neither. So what? No, I mean, I've watch watched Crashing Stranger- Season 2. Watch Crash. Well, I'll tell you something. 
Um, I haven't seen Breaking Bad, and I don't intend to because, like, at its height was like right during my brother going through all of his oh, drug problems. Yeah, that's so different for and you. Everybody was like, "You that. gotta watch this show about." You know what? And I'm like, I'm "No, good. I don't really need to." And people are like, "But you gotta!" I'm like, "My brother has a drug problem." No, <laughs> but you gotta. But no. Who's the, who's the person still pushing <laughs> after that? No, 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 no. So different. You'd be surprised. You gotta watch at, this. At, at a party, like, several drinks in, like, people, when, you, when you're, like, dropping the, you're like, because my brother's dead of a drug overdose. They're like, but you got, what? <laughs> <laughs> he died watching Breaking Bad, what? <laughs> yeah. It's always, like, a hard thing to, like, drop into conversation, and then. You did it eloquently here. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I don't, it's so hard, too, because, like. Asking people how many siblings they have is, like, a super normal way to get to know people. Uh. And so when people are like, do you have any siblings? I'm like, I did, and then I didn't. Now I'm about to have one, because my parents are going to adopt my niece. But, like, (laughs) yeah. It's like, people do not know what to do with that. They're like, oh, uh. Sorry, I didn't mean... And I'm like, you asked, like, a totally normal question. People don't know how to handle talking to someone who has someone who is in their life who is no longer in their life. Yes. And it's just like, yeah, I was in a... Whether they're grieving or not, it's like, Mm -hmm. you can talk about it, Mm because you're not, like, making fun of them or, like, patronizing me. You're just just talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, And also, like, it's just, you know, death's a part of life. Yeah. So, we all know somebody who died. Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. I probably do. I, I can't think of them on top of my head. You like, will, buddy. I will. You oh will. yeah, I do. Yeah, I there it is. There it is. Um, I didn't get to ask you about your boyfriend, so talk about it for like one minute. Okay. Um. Uh. Whew, what do you want to know? I mean, we met on Tinder. Of course. A, about six months ago, we just like passed the six month mark. I had actually scheduled like a bunch of dates in a row, including one earlier that day. <laughs> Because, like, Jesus. I don't know if you have a lot of experience with, like, Tinder or online dating apps, yes, but, do. like... For I've only me, met two girlfriends in my life that weren't... Uh, post-high school that weren't on Tinder. Or I mean, it's, like, the best... It's, like, the, to me, it's the best and most direct way to do it. Because you're going off instinct, first thing. Ooh! Second no thing, one says that! That's exactly what it is. Yeah, okay. You Not only, of course, attractiveness, but, like, how they present themselves... Right, within yeah. ...within the pictures and the bio. The that context, tells a lo- yeah. That tells a lot about... The first message, how they interact... There's, yes, 100%. You're going, it's literally instinct. And I, I hate when people are like, but you're also judging on appearance. Like, you're not doing that in a bar or of something? Of course you're doing yeah. that. Yeah, so, and appearances means different things for everybody, exactly. right? Exactly, yes. So, I mean, I'm dating a guy right now who looks like a wizard. Um, he knows that, and it's true. Um, but bet, You bet he does. <laughs> He's got, like, a long beard and long hair, and he wears spectacles. I was hoping you were say, and he wears a pointy hat. He, one time he was wearing a beanie when it was cold outside, and this was after he decided to accept and lean into the wizard thing, because he's also, a he's a middle school teacher, um, and he's like, my kids tell me I look like a wizard, and I was like, That's a Dumbledore. I was like, you really do, sweetie, like, yeah. I, I already knew this about you. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, why do you think? I swiped right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had, I had like, a, a meet-up with a guy earlier in the day, and so I was, like, on my way to meet Chris, and I was like, ugh, why did I do this? Ugh. 
Because, like, the earlier guy was like, fine. Oh, this is what I was going to say. I don't know about your experience on, like, dating apps, but for me, like, I would get, like, nothing forever. And then I'd get, like, a bunch all too, at the too, same too time. Too much to deal with. Yeah. It was a definitely, like, uh, when it rains, it pours kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah. And um, so I decided to just, like, roll with it. I was like, all right, we'll, we'll meet up and we'll meet up and we'll meet up. And, um, so I was getting ready to meet Chris and we met at Joe's Inn and Joe's completely hit it off. Yeah. Like I, I had a suspicion cause our banter on the app was already like off. He immediately was like, cause I put in my, uh, in my profile that I'm a comedy nerd and he was like, quick, who, name your top three comedians. And he was, I, I told him mine, and I was like, but those are kind of more like sketch comedians. I can I can also give you a stand-up stand if you want, like, immediately already being way nerdy about it. <laughs> and um, uh, he sent me, or he asked me something about Seinfeld, and I was like, who is Seinfeld? And, yeah, and he sent me, like, a gif of Kramer being, like, and I was, like, just kidding, and, um, and then I was, like, name your top three comedians, and he was, like, Gallagher, the other Gallagher, Brett Butler, and I was, like, this guy either has, is, like, completely wrong for me, or if he's joking, he's completely right for me. He was joking? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what your familiarity is with the two Gallagher's and Brett Butler, but... I, I, not, I understand the context. Yeah, they're not our style, I yeah. would say. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great in their own rights, whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I was like, this guy is either super wrong for me or super right. And uh, so, yeah, cut to Joe's in... We talked for, like, three hours before we were like, should we, like, get dinner or... And we were like, should we check if the kitchen is even open? Um, so, yeah. And then, like, then... Did you, I, did, wait, did you go on the other dates? Uh, well, yes. I went on one more. There was one more scheduled after Chris that Monday. I met him on a Saturday. Met with this other guy on a Monday. The The Monday guy actually would have been the best on paper. He was a he was a social work student. We bonded off of that. But like as soon as I I met him, I was like, no, um, you just know. <laughs> I want the wizard. <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm already falling for a wizard. Um, <laughs> but our second date. So here's my thing. I live right next to Bird Park, and uh, I like to take dudes to the park on second dates Ooh. because. It's super low-key. You're just walking around in nature. And um, also, I'm a little nerdy about nature, too. And that way, I can find out if they think I'm a weirdo when I stop and look at a leaf. Or if they think it's, like, cute, right? Okay. It's a real quick, like, judgment call. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, You're, it's a home game. Yeah. So, uh, I was walking through the park with Chris, and he, like, paused, and he was like, Look at these bean pods. They're so long. And I was like, yes. He did it before you got to do it? he got weird about nature before I did. Wow. And so I was like, awesome. Um, So, yeah. And then we just kept hanging out, and it was fun. And and then I found out that he likes to just do voices in his spare time and accents and makes up characters. And he, like, does bits for his students. 
And I was like, okay, I also do bits and, and voices. I legitimately looked at you on your, on your finger for a ring. I was like, this is that sound like perfect. Oh, no. <laughs> it's sure. only been six. What a chat to know. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, no. So, like, half the time we're hanging out, we're just being silly, which is literally all I want. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. That's awesome. That's That's... I don't think I could have. You could have told a better story. Oh, thanks. Great story. I I was at a, a ball and I left early and my shoe came off. <laughs> my crock. <laughs> my crock came right <laughs> off my foot because I didn't have that little strap on the back. I had it forward because who needs it? I do apparently. Apparently. <laughs> and then you get back to you. No, I still have just one crock. <laughs> I had to get another pair. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a backup right clock <laughs> in case I lose the other one. I actually don't own any Crocs, but I do own <clears throat> fake, no, fake Crocs that I Fox? got. Fox? <laughs> did you Crocs. make that up, or is that a thing I, um, that say? <laughs> I had a pair of Oakleys, mm-hmm. and I bought a pair of fake Oakleys, so I call them Folkleys. Folkleys. So the idea of putting faux in the word together... Yeah. Is original. It's probably been done before, but I I didn't I didn't get that from somewhere else. Okay, cool. So cool. Faux Crocs or Fox. <laughs> That's pretty good. I also like Folkleys. Folkleys is is way better, of course. But like, yeah, yeah Folkleys. It was a F A U X Cleese. Yeah. yeah I love a good portmanteau. What? <laughs> All right. I don't want to, but we have to end the episode. Ah oh, man. Okay. So you well, know thank how, you. You know how it ends, right? Do I have to say keep it crispy? No, I because <laughs> that would be a little too on the nose. No, too laser. Too oh, from a laser! I used laser recently with somebody, and they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Don't worry about it." Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's that again. Yeah, I don't do a good one now. I used to be. Able to he do hasn't it. said laser in a while. He probably. Yeah. I, I so I'm doing a live podcast for the theater. <laughs> and I've been listening to his live ones, trying to get yeah. like kind of ideas because I feel like that's something I want to have the influence. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Because um, it's hard to do a live show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, listening to him say those words, I'm just like, oh, you're <laughs> sleeping in a cornfield. And then I say, "Son of a bitch." Uh-huh. He said, "You son of a bitch." You son of a it's, bitch. If you yeah. don't know Pidoms, it sounds aggressive. Yeah, but it he sounds, says it so nicely. Yeah, and I'm just like, I, I have to be careful because if I throw that out and they haven't listened to you, you made it weird, then. That's not good. I gotta be careful. Yeah. Um, no, I can't end the show with a slogan because that's too too rippy. Okay. I think it was about episode 10, 9, mm-hmm. 10, something like that. I started asking people, what's the weirdest thing in my room? Lately, I've dropped the. I still say weird, but I throw the caveat of like, you can define weird, cool, something mm-hmm. you want to hear a story mm-hmm. about, talk about. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for a while, so most things have been picked. Um, okay. I will veto two of your choices. Yeah. And the third one, I'll just go with it. So it's okay. all about what you see and want to... Okay, well, the thing I've been wondering about this entire time is the witch trophy. Ben picked that. Um, ah, damn it! Yeah, so I just got it at a Goodwill. It says on it, uh, best couple VA Beach Bash 94. Ah. My goal is to give that to somebody someday. I don't know if you know this, but I am dating a wizard, so... <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You it's are the only fr- been six months. You are the now. front runner, though. Okay. All right. All right. Next. We'll see. 
Um, okay. Uh, On the fly, what do you got? Oh, I am a little curious about your... Uh, well, I thought it was a computer. That's yeah, a computer, right? That's a computer. Okay. Um, it's like, it reminds me of those like phones in the 90s that you could see through. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just got that. I wanted, I, I stream video games. Cool. So, yeah, it's not super fun. It's The LED's cool. I don't know how to change it. I'm not very computer savvy. I'm, I, I, <laughs> you could have fooled me. I'm software. I'm software savvy, not hardware savvy. Okay. But yeah, is that what you want, really want to go with? Oh, you want me to pick something else? Okay, all something right. Good. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um. Hmm. It's at your discretion, though. Um. Tell me about this uh, needlepoint. Oh, yep. That has been picked several times, but third one, so I have to go with it. Fuck. Um. I. When I lived in New Orleans, uh-huh. I had a wall. It was Actually, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, for a second I thought that was a little alien, but it's a mouse. Oh, <laughs> on the nose? Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I had a wall. It was about as thin as the wall behind you uh-huh. with the red thing on it, and I, it was blank. And uh-huh. as you can tell, I love to fill my walls with shit. Mm-hmm. I like to be hugged by my things. Good <laughs> memories. Good vibes all around. Yeah. Um, so I had a blank one, and I'm like, what do I put here? And uh-huh. I had just a bunch of little things from my friends. Mm-hmm. Saw that at Goodwill, put it at the top, and you can see there's like a, a, sm- a smattering of a couple things. May I? Please. Um, also, what is this? I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, that comes up every episode. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I just surround it with, uh, good things from friends or something yeah. like that. Just kind of a way to, like, piece it together. Because, like, I would just have it kind of randomly around. And so, like, having it centered. And, yeah. and that, and New Orleans on a wall. Uh-huh. Just felt cool. And it just felt like a weird thing that nobody else has. And yeah. it's just, like, a cool thing. And as, obviously, it catches eyes. People are like, what I, the fuck is going on with this giraffe with a mouse on it? I quite like it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, you like it, do you? It's very yeah. charming. Charming. Yeah. Yeah. I like Pete Holmes' uh, Brit- keys to being a British. Yes, when people ask you a question, <clears throat> or, yeah. It's condescending, and you just ask the question what they just said. Yeah. Oh, you like it, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it, though. I can't do a British accent. I bet you could, though. It's a nice needlepoint, isn't yeah, it? Isn't it? Yeah, you like in the needlepoint, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, the thing that sucks is Keep It Crispy is such an easy way to end. Yeah. Once you say it, then it's over. But, like, not having that is just, like... So I've just been telling people to say goodbye, and then we just cut it. Maintain crunchiness. <laughs> Did somebody say... Would you have that prepared? No, I just came up with it just now. Maintain. Maintain crunchiness. There's got to be a better word for crunchiness. Um, Or crispy. Uh, crispy. Oh, crunchiness, crunchiness. Crispy. Yeah, you got it. Maintain crunchiness. Maintain crunchiness. <laughs> right. Now you have to look at the microphone and say goodbye. Goodbye. Sometimes a certain smell will take me back to when I was young How come I'm never able to identify where it's coming from I'd make a candle out of it if I ever found it Try to sell it, never sell out of it I'd probably only sell one Maybe to my brother Cause we have the same nose, same clothes Homegrown, the stones throw from a creek we used to roam But it would remind us of when nothing really mattered Out of student loans and treehouse homes We all would take the ladder
and then we fly far away. Used to dream of outer space, but now they're laughing at the face, saying, "Wake up, you need to make money." Yeah. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days when the mom was saying us to sleep, but now we're stressed out. Wish we could turn back time. And then we fly far away. Used to dream of outer space, but now they're laughing at the face, saying, "Wake up, you need to make money." Yeah.